Hey guys, welcome back to the Art of Craftsmanship podcast. My name is Dustin, and I am here with my brother and co-host, Devin. Hello. Devin, what do you got for us today? Um, I'm going to ask for you to finish the last line of this quote, Dustin, and, and you'll know when, all right? Okay. Here we go. Be patient. Be patient. Don't be in such a hurry. When you are impatient... It only makes you worry. Remember, remember that God is patient too. And think of all the times. Go ahead. When others had to wait for you. Boop, boop. Nice. <laughs> That's <was> great. <laughs> oh. I was like humming, you know, bouncing along to the beat in my head really slow. Like, hmm, 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 hmm. I was trying to read it like um, William Shatner when he does yeah. those like <laughs> ground control Reading. to Major Tom. Yeah. <laughs> Countdown on. Um, so, yeah, that uh, that was a song that our, our mom used to sing to us. And, yep. you know, mm-hmm. it's, it was always really annoying because you, <laughs> yeah, you, right, you were exactly. already upset about something or like, come on, it's taking forever. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> and she would be patient, be patient. Be like, nah, don't be in such a hurry. hurry. And that, that's like all she would make it to. Or she would keep going where you're like, no, until you started like laughing or just walked away. <laughs> right. Exactly. Um, <laughs> yeah, that that little song, but it's uh I mean that's a it's a good one to get drilled in your head. The main point is wait, think of all the times people had to wait for you. Right. right? Yeah. So don't don't get upset. You could be on the other end. Just relax. Yeah. Yep. It's only going to make you worry. It's only going to make things worse. Just relax. It'll be okay. <laughs> be patient. <laughs> Does that have to do with our uh, the knife video coming out? Uh, a little bit. I, I, yeah. I was thinking of that. <laughs> but, you know, you can't always be patient. Sometimes you have to bust through it. Yeah, right. Um, but I was thinking, I an early recommendation, I'm going to do mine now, okay. is, a, is a huge channel called uh, Linus Tech Tips, LTT. Mm-hmm. They are a YouTube video making machine. Like that's what they do. Um, right. They make, they make 17 videos a week. Whoa. Seven. That's crazy. A week. <laughs> um, it started out as this guy, Linus, who actually, he worked for a, um, uh, like a computer company, just fixing computers. And he would right. do like tech tips. And it was just that. That it just built and built, and now he and then they used to shoot in their house, and then they they made so much money or became so big that they bought a studio, and then right. they just made sets that look like a house. <laughs> nice. So it's, it's like the kitchen set, the office set, but it's all on right. a, a big stage, you know, big sound stage, yeah. Um, but so they did a video, and and for just to put that out there if you go it's super clickbaity all their all their thumbnails are people making like oh ooh ah like those type of faces right like yeah. it's 
and the the people like Linus, he's okay, and they're. But if you're looking into tech stuff, or you're like trying to build a computer, the it, it, the whole company is all nerds. Yeah, right. So that and they're the people who will like scoff at you when you say like, "Oh, I just got a new Dell computer." They're like, oh, "Okay, that's you know." They they'd like give you crap for something like that. But th- uh, right. those are those are the exact people you want to go to for tech tips. Right. Yeah. Right. Because they'll go, "Oh, well, that's a waste of money. I, I could get that for half, or I could build you one for the you know." Yeah. So they have. But so I was I was watching their video how to how we make seventeen videos a week, um, and it kind of I think it was it's a version of I don't know if you ever saw Dustin South Park did how we make an episode and they they make them all in a week and they put them out like that week. Mm-mm. No, but they did that you know the um, Matt Stone and Trey Parker they did, uh, but theirs was kind of funny. I mean it's South Park right. And so right. theirs is good, yeah. and their their rush is towards one goal, towards an episode. Right. So you get to yeah. see the writer's room and this and that, and it's really entertaining, and they're two of the funniest guys on the planet. So Right, yeah. It wasn't – it was a push, and there was some anxiety, but now the, the Linus Tech Tip version was everyone's stressed, and they've got, like, five editors and five writers and these all these schedules, and – and they're constantly shooting. And this guy, Linus, he's in like three videos a day and does a Jeez. podcast <laughs> and this and that. And he has to come and they got to do pickups for sponsors. And Right. He is so worn out and anxious. And they put it on a little bit for the video, I think. They, uh, you know, like, oh, my God, how are we going to get it done? Blah, blah, blah. Right. But yeah. It just, you cannot be patient in that situation. Right. Like you have to keep moving. But I'm also thinking, why do you set yourself up as a huge successful channel to, to if you're the main guy, if you're Linus, why do you why do you do that? Right. Why do you make it to a point where you're just beat and running around and got to get this done, got to do this one. Oh, tomorrow you got two. And then can we crank? It's that kind of thing constantly. Right. Um, I mean, in the in the video, they he says or they say that he has certain days off. Maybe he only does Tuesday through Friday, which in the real world is a great schedule. He, <laughs> right. He, exactly. And I guess yeah. I guess you could be working your butt off, roofing or you know installing right. floor or or yeah, working for exactly. UPS. So I guess that's okay, but you get to a point where. I feel like their overhead is so huge where he has to, you like get so big that you have to do those things just to support it. Right. Exactly. And I think also, you know, when you get to that point, you, you have to make a decision. Do you want to push and get bigger and bigger? And do you want to hire more employees? And do you want to like, you know, try to expand? And if you do and you bring those people in, then you have a responsibility to make money for them, Mm -hmm. you Mm -hmm. know? So exactly. Like what's, what's your end goal? You know, is it to make a ton of money or, you know, because, if it is, then you got to push, right? You got to do what you got to do. You got to work hard and you got to do it. You know, obviously I think anyone who starts a channel, you know, somewhere in your mind, your end goal is like try to make some money out of this. Yeah. Um, but you have to decide, you know, how much your time is worth. Um, it reminds me, I was just watching, uh, Samurai Carpenter, uh, Jesse mm. DeGeest has a, um, he, his channel, Samurai Carpenter, he's been doing a whole series of this boat build. He's got this like uh, barge type boat that he bought um, and he's been fixing up and renovating so he can take gear out to his, this property that they bought. Um, and he was talking about the reason why they brought the, bought the property was like, 
his um, his father in law just passed away a couple months ago from a heart attack, like kind of out of the blue. And uh, his wife was saying how important they like when they were kids, her parents bought a little property, their like cabin, and like how mm-hmm. all of those memories there were like the, her their best uh, memories from her childhood. And he was talking about you know being this YouTuber who has a you know almost a million subscribers, and and you know he's got this goal to like let me build a big complex and do a bunch mm-hmm. of classes and be part of this community and this kind of big goal that's like building and building and building. And he had to like take a step back and realize you know what's important in your life, like how much time mm-hmm. do we have guaranteed? You know, right. none. You have no guarantee. Right. You know, how long? How long is your life? How <laughs> how important is your family? How important are the people around you? And what do you want to do with this this these different time frames you have? You know, he has. I think he's got four kids. Mm. His oldest, you know, his oldest son is like ten or eleven. You know, so he's got four like, and so maybe he has another fifteen years or so before they're all gone. You know, like before all they're all out of the house and doing other things. You know, like maybe eighteen right. years. So he's like, so he decided to put pulled that that uh big dream a little bit Mm. you know instead of dreaming big and trying to do all this right now he's like let me take this time buy this cabin this off-grid put some time into it you know like shoot videos from there bring people out do build stuff like still do stuff we need to do but like what's important in your life during this time yeah you know it's nothing nothing stopping him in 15 years i mean jesse's probably in his early 40s i would imagine he's around our age you know he's not so say he's 55 right you know he's still gonna have all this like built up uh you know acclaim from youtube blah 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 and even who knows where we're gonna be in 15 years from youtube but but he'll have this you know he can do this dream in the future it's not like going to disappear completely so right right it was just it was really cool hearing him talk about that and kind of just have this real talk um to the community and he was getting choked up a little bit about losing his his father-in-law and Hmm you know, had that on the video and it was just like, it kind of just re- he realized like what's important, you know, I'm going to do this now because it's important now that my kids have this and we all have this thing that we can do together as a family for the time that we're together, you know? And I was like, yeah, yeah, it's important. You know, what do you, how much time do you put into everything else other than your family just to mm-hmm. be able to make money? I mean, obviously we're in a society where we need to do that. You have to work a certain amount of hours, but do you work for yourself? Yeah. How hard do you push? Do you push to just get by? Or do you push to like be comfortable? Or do you push to just push, you know, because you yeah. see this, yeah. you see this goal, this growth that could keep going, keep going, you can make more and more money. But like, what, what's that money worth if you don't spend any time with the people you love? You know, exactly. Yeah. There's the, it's the constant YouTube analytics point them mm. pointing out things. It's like having a guy in your living room every day pointing to a chart saying, Hey, Hey, look, uh, this went down here. Um, maybe if you try this or that, uh, right. the last month you had this many and, and this and that, it's like, just, yeah, shut up for a minute. Like yeah, right. and the chart that they don't show, let's say there's the down chart, right? Over the yeah. last three months, it's gone down and down and down. Like, okay, all right, what else can we do? But also there should be a, a, a time of you doing things for your family and for yourself. <laughs> that, that chart also goes kind of the opposite way. Right. Yeah. Right. So let's say you've made less videos and you've gone down and down. The other chart, the life chart, is ticking up, but we never yeah. see that. Like, oh, hey, right. you went on a trip. Oh, hey, you went out to, to the movies. Oh, you took yeah. your kid to here. Oh, you, you went for a walk. That chart. Right. And if we did see that chart, if we had that pointed out every day, like, 
hey, you know, you haven't gone anywhere with your wife or you haven't taken the family out or you haven't seen your buddies in, in this long. Yeah, yeah, that chart's going down and down. Yeah, like, right. That's just <laughs> like, oh man, this thing That's is tanking. So like yeah. in 2018, it was doing so well, and now it's just it's crashed. Like. <laughs> That's that's a great perspective. Yeah, the life chart. We'll have to make another. We'll make we'll make another shirt. You know, we got the, like the Maker Switch shirt and the like the analytics like, of life shirt. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> you're going up. Your 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 uh, your activity this weekend is rating four out of ten of your last activities. Yeah, <laughs> your you last live, activities. You have you, you haven't live streamed in a month, but your your life chart is go skyrocketing. It's amazing. <laughs> I like that. That's uh, that's yeah. That's just a great perspective, you know. Like, and obviously, the goal for all of this is to be able to balance those things, right? Mm. Do something you love, so that way, when you're working, you don't feel like you're working. You feel like you're doing something you love, and that's the great thing about you and I together, right? We do get to spend time with our family. You know, <laughs> it's like we get to spend time with us, family, and do stuff that we love right. to do. Right. Um, right. But it's still taking time away from our immediate families, you know, our wives and children. So. Yeah, right, and and that. we we have it rel- we have it relatively easy, um, right? Other than this last couple weeks and, and right. that, <laughs> that part, which I guess I guess we can talk about now. Yeah, yeah, and even that. I mean, you know, it was it was a it lot w- to get it done, but it wasn't. I mean, we we maybe filmed a couple more days than we normally would have. We made but concession the, to do that, you know. But, yeah. yeah, the editing and was long, extra yeah. heavy. Yeah, right. Yeah, so that so when I wasn't on. shooting yeah. and when I wasn't working the O's, I was squeezing in editing time. Like right, yeah, yeah. I can't hold the baby. Or I mean, obviously it wasn't that bad, but right. <laughs> like you kind of <laughs> have to. Hey, baby, you kind of have to take care of things for a few hours. Yeah, for the next couple hours. Yeah, next. Yeah, for the few hours in the next couple of days. Yeah, like just just pretend yeah. I'm at. Just pretend I'm at work. <laughs> <laughs> right. I have yeah. to. I have to focus. Yeah, I say the same thing to Nicole. I was like, "Yeah, I'm just gonna need you. Like, you're gonna have to take Corinne to you know softball, and you're gonna have to take mm-hmm. her to piano, and you're just gonna have to this week because we got to get this done." And obviously, what we're talking about, if you guys listen to the podcast the last couple of weeks, and you know, following along Instagram and whatnot, you'll know that we're talking about the the YouTube Knife Maker Challenge, Maker Challenge, what we're a part of, which is uh, ten in total knife maker or YouTube content creators who are making knives. There's us. Housework, Brian House, there's Blackbeard Projects, Redbeard Ops, Green Beetle, Sperber Knives, Faraway Forge, uh, Tyrone Knifeworks, Ailey Knives, and who am I missing? One more. Uh, somebody. The River's Experience. <laughs> which so, you said yeah, wrong. But which I said the wrong, yeah. <laughs> the River's Edge Experience. I don't, know why, I don't know why I said the River's Edge. Maybe it was just like in my mind it was River's Edge because it's – a knife related term or something. Right. I don't know. We'll have to have him but... on and apologize. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Exactly. He does good videos. <laughs> I, I watched a couple of his videos on YouTube. So mm. yeah, we're all making Gyoto uh, chef's knife, which is just a kind of a, a Japanese version of a Western chef's knife. So kind of a utility. Um, I think the parameters are something like between seven and 10 inches for the blade um, from tip to heel. And, uh, and the version we, made it was is a k-tip which is k-tip is short for kiritsuke which is the japanese version of it's it's a different version of a gyoto so it just has a has a cut off tip instead of a rounded tip um i think that's right. the main thing that makes it a, a k-tip but um 
Yeah, no, it's turned out really good. I think since last uh, week when we talked on the podcast about it, we filmed the last two days, which was uh, shaping the handle, um, sharpening, and then the uh, the ending, which I think was really good. I was like, man, I looked really good in that light in your kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, dang, this looks good. I was like, Ooh, this is good lighting like, in there. I don't light know what it was. Slimming. Yeah, well, yeah, it was. I was like, huh, that was pretty good. I was like, the color on me was good and. Yeah, I don't know. It was like it was a nice little backdrop and good light on me. I don't know what it was, but and there's a good. there's a shot. So, you know, we always we always do the the sh- the stand up ending right and straight ahead, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then I go off to one side and I shoot the inserts of right. whatever he's holding. You know, so you, you can use that not only to see the thing he's holding, but to split it up and take different takes, right, and switch around yep. takes to what you want, right? Which is the trick that if you don't know, that's Anytime you see an insert on a video, well, not anytime. I'd say 50% of the time, it's right. just so they can use another take to continue with. Like, hey, we love this intro. Without but, a, without a jump cut. Right, yeah. But this yeah. middle part is what we want. And they seamlessly, hopefully, you know, um, right. smooth yeah. it out as you're looking at the insert. And then they're on to take three. And then the end, they can end with take six, or, you know, whatever. Right, yeah. But I, I'm off. I'm wedged in the corner. And Caitlin, my yeah. wife, was watching. She's like, how'd you get back there? Because <laughs> I'm, like, right next to you. I'm like, oh. they don't know how big our kitchen is, which it's tiny. But from there, it looks like there's a whole side open next to you, Dustin, that we can't see. But there's really not. There's a wall right there. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> but uh, it wasn't yeah, nice. It's It's always yeah. fun to get in, like, just different spots, different. Like, we're so used to shooting in your kitchen, in your basement. Anytime we go anywhere yeah. else, it's, it's like a. A field trip or something like interesting. Well, yeah, we can do this here. Like, oh, that'd be cool. Like, it looks yeah, different. right. Yeah, because once we, you know, our plan was to, sh- to finish on Saturday to do all the shaping and the handle and the sharpening and then the outro mm-hmm. and and the pictures and stuff. And it just it we it we ran out of time because you had to leave at a certain time. Um, mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so yeah, that was later that day. I was like, how about I just come to your place tomorrow? You know, like we could just do it there. That way, you know, you'll have you don't have to worry about bringing the baby out and come there. We could do the ending and everything there. It was like. In my mind, I was like, we could do it outside, we could do it inside, we could do it wherever. It didn't really matter. You know, you have a, you have a kitchen, which is kind of the ideal spot to do the, an ending for a you know a chef's night video anyway. So, you know, I figured that would work well, and it did. And I looked really good in that last shot. I don't know why, hey, but it was know. like, hey, I was like, all right. And that hey, the whole slim, video, slim guy. Just, it looks really good. I was I was super impressed. That yeah, um, the whole. Like kind of, I guess, slow motion montage of the the second grinding. <laughs> yeah, it was really nice. I was like, man, this yeah. is nice. We gotta do like slow motion montages more often because this is great <laughs> montage. It <laughs> it, it was, does look really cool because yeah. And the great thing about that too is if you just do little moves, like I shift my body a foot to the right or left or forward mm-hmm. or back, you get this great moment in slow motion. It looks like the smoothest dolly move ever. Right. Yeah, but exactly. really, I'm only taking two seconds and like leaning towards you. And that's all right. it is. But in the video, it looks like this really cool, like slow, nice, perfectly smooth pushing, you know? Like, yeah, right. Exactly. There was one shot you did was, uh, you were, you were filming behind the, um, behind the belt. So I was like, I was grinding and I was just pulling slowly the blade across the belt, grinding tall bevel. And you had a shot like directly behind the belt, close up to it. And it was kind of, it was really cool seeing the blade from that angle because oh, there have yeah. been plenty of times that you shoot from that angle, you shoot from in front of me, you know. But yeah. that was like a close up of me drawing it across, and it was really clean. Like the grind was really clean, and the blade was shiny. I was like, oh, that's a nice shot. So I was like, yeah, it was, <laughs> yeah, that's something you never it was really get to cool. See. 
Right, exactly. And, yeah, and you're looking down from above, you know. And your yeah. grinder's being set up there now. I can actually, I'm, I can get in front of you. Right. Which I never yeah. could before. Sometimes I'd sit up on the thing, you know, remember right. that? I'd yeah, like right. jump yeah. up there and I'd like, but I rare, and one time we cheated it where uh, Dustin actually took the grinder off and put it in his, on his middle bench because oh, right. we wanted yeah. some shots in front of it. Yeah, that's and right. And we like, we, with a board, we like blacked out behind you kind of there's this close-up so you couldn't tell where he was so it looked like somehow we had gotten behind it where right. the, where the wall would be but instead we <laughs> right, just moved exactly. it for a couple of shots but we don't have to do that anymore. <laughs> yeah speaking of uh speaking of that bench i was actually just uh yesterday maybe or i guess uh let's see when uh, tuesday night i just happened to like pop on a facebook marketplace and i saw um it was a woman down just south of overly off of Bellar road uh was getting was uh had posted a workbench um for free on facebook marketplace so it's like a you know a basement workbench basically one that was been built in that space against the wall um had mm. two drawers and on the left side it has it has a carpenter's vice like a, a decent carpenter's vice and so i uh, i sent a message just you know the kind of the, the blanket message you can send being like is this still available and then mm-hmm. i just added on like and is does the um vice come along with it you know the carpenter's vice and, and she got back to me and she said yeah it's available and yep everything everything you see comes with it or whatever i mean there was some stuff in the drawers which she took out but um so i went down wednesday uh-huh. before i went sailing so i went down yesterday and uh, i went to get it now unfortunately it's in the basement and there's two ways there's up through the house to bring it up, and then there's like the back way to take it out. Um, both ways have fairly narrow doors, and it it must have been built in place, um, or yeah. at least like you know the top was off, you know, because it, it didn't fit out. So, <laughs> and you I didn't have time. Wait, you tried to do it by yourself? No, Sean was with me because we were oh, on, okay. we were on the way to okay. sailing. Gotcha. So yeah, so yeah, I commandeered him, and we went down, and we kind of took it. We <laughs> took some things off of it that we could, and. Um, there, but we weren't able to get the top off quickly. We could do it. We were just like, we looked at it and like, okay, got to do this, got to do this. Like we might need a few more tools. And, you know, so I just asked the woman, you know, we're kind of talking and she was like, well, if you know, if you, if you want to come back for it, that's fine. I'll just put that it's pending up on Facebook marketplace. And then if for some reason you can't come back, then just let me know and I'll put it back open. So, so yeah, so Drew's going to meet me there tomorrow after work and we're going to take it apart the rest of the way and i think there's just like a just, few bolts you're just going to take the vice and run yeah right yeah. exactly <laughs> i thought about that actually when we were there because i had already taken the vice off the front because it you're needed like, can i just have this i know i was thought about it I was just like taking that and be like all right i'll you come should, back for more yeah. but i was like well, or, or, or you could have been like hey um I, I it's not really worth me getting this out let me pay you like 10 bucks for the vice right exactly anything. yeah yeah, you know, I, or or twenty here. I got a twenty, like whatever it's worth to you know. Right. That's that's still a good deal. But but I do like the bench. It's a nice it's a nice heavy bench, and it actually will fit mm. really well where the grinders are. So I can put that bench because it has two drawers. Um, okay. So I'll be able to put the grinders on that, and then and it's really sturdy, and then I'll be able to take the bench where the grinders are, and I'll bring that outside to the smithy. So I'll have a bigger bench, a bigger table there where the other, the small metal table is. So, and my goal really is to put like a metal top on that. And that one actually has metal legs on it that are just bolted underneath to that wooden top. So if I can get a metal, like a piece of metal, I keep tapping my 
Boom. Boom. Sorry. Boom. So dramatic. <laughs> I know. If I can get a piece of metal. Boom. So get like a sheet of, you know, I don't know, maybe quarter inch plot, quarter inch thick steel or something. You know, it's going to cost some money. Mm, but geez. if I can get a maybe a even like a two by four foot piece of that, then I can put that table outside. So I have a nice metal table so I can clamp to. I can weld out there. I can put hot steel on it and stuff like that. And then that's the goal so take that bench put it down the shop with the grinders take that other bench bring it outside for now and then and then alter that and put the metal top on it so gonna be pretty nice thinking about grinders but it's yeah it's it's uh a little wider i think it's just over six feet um so it'll still fit in that space well um but uh but yeah it'll be a little bit sturdier and um and yeah it's funny i still haven't got no, go, go on, finish your I was going to say, I still haven't um, bolted the grinders, the two grinders, onto that yeah. table. Because I was always kind of, like, hesitant because it's a real thick laminate top table. And I was just hesitant, hesitant to, like, cut into it, to drill into it. But um, So maybe I'll still hold off on it, and I'll just drill into this other tabletop, which is fine. Um, and it has, a, it has a back piece, like a wooden, like, backsplash. Which actually is kind of nice, so that way the grinder, as it show, as it's throwing grinder dust and stuff back there, yeah. it won't, um, it won't throw it back onto the stone wall and then fall down back behind. So it has a little bit of a barrier, which is kind of nice. I might put some flashing or something there, just some metal to protect it. But yeah, I was gonna say, how's your um, unless you took Sean's vehicle? How's your truck doing? Oh, it's fine. Yeah, truck's doing awesome. Super happy with it. I've I have this little. Uh, true north air freshener hanging up in it which has been really good gotten rid of almost all of the like musty you know kind of old mildew smell in there so that's pretty much gone yeah um i feel like i feel like you need feel like you need something for moisture to just suck yeah whatever out you can yeah i was uh i was sitting at at royal farms on my way home today from work after getting a a two-piece uh chicken finger meal um it was pouring down rain like crazy crazy rain and i it slowed down just enough for me to run from like the vestibule at royal farms which i was waiting in out to the truck and i sat in the truck for just a minute you know like getting ready to leave and the seal in my driver's side door apparently is not very good because it's like dripping and i'm like pulling the door shut tighter and it's just like dripping on me like i was like oh man i did notice that the the seal part of it was coming off so i have to like rearrange it and glue it back in or whatever so yeah i had a that new stripping i had a jeep cherokee that had that just the whole front top the top of the window seal was messed up Oh man, yeah. And I put caulking to try to do, you know, what over what was already there, and it just right. didn't work. But that was another thing. I think I paid nine hundred dollars for that right. eighty-eight Jeep Cherokee, which is I mean, it's <laughs> such a it's such a cool year. That's an awesome. Do yeah, you remember right. that one? It was yeah. it was gray. It had all the. I mean, it was pretty nice for what it was. It lasted about a yeah, year. Right. Um, yeah, but I I love that little Jeep. Um, yeah. And I've you know I've had so many, and it's funny. I've always kind of stumbled onto these like classics or like <laughs> yeah. i had a, a 87 i think <laughs> nissan maxima yes and I, I, I only i only got it because it was it's you know when you're looking for something under a thousand dollars you get whatever's whatever's cleanest right yeah exactly when you're looking for a a, a crappy a crappy vehicle it's whatever's there you know so you just end right. up with a nissan maxima or a truck or a jeep like whatever comes <laughs> up like oh that looks good 
Yeah, it doesn't and matter. Like yeah, exactly. Like I had multiple people, all different types of people, <laughs> like hipsters and brothers and like all like the whole <laughs> wide spread of, of the like they all loved it for some reason. Like, oh, man, that's really sweet. What year is that? Oh, yeah, I thought so. I thought so. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, all right, man, cool. Yeah. <laughs> man, we used to and I I had two women come up to me. Um two two black women came up to me like, man, we we used to love that. We used to party in that car, man. Said, <laughs> in the eighties, man, that thing was the best thing on the street blah, blah. you know like they loved it man <laughs> that's uh, that was so awesome I remember that you would come home with stories all the time It'd be like once a week someone would you know either pull up next to you and like give you the roll yeah. down your window signal yeah. or or yeah, see or you on the street especially the people me. in the city especially the black people in the city yeah they love maximus oh, they, they love it and that, right. yeah it was great you know they're just like you just you had the right car, and they were like, "Yes!" They just like brought back so many memories. Yeah, People were like I love it was that those car. chicks. It was those chicks and a little, little bit older fellas. You know, they'd be like, yeah. men in their forties and fifties. They loved it. <laughs> that was so. so I was like, "Yeah, was man, weird. yeah." And I remember I had a truck. You know, I had the um, the old uh, uh, the old Chevy before Silverado. You know, when it was like fifteen hundred or whatever. And right. Yeah. The Cheyenne or whatever they called it, and people love that too. All the truck guys mm-hmm. love that one. Because yep. they would mod it and they they yep. fix it up, but mine just was clean. Because I would, like I said, I would just buy the cleanest thing under a thousand dollars. I right, don't care exactly. what it was. So if it was an old truck or Maxima or a Cherokee, I, I'd get it. So I would. Right. <laughs> and the truck was pretty clean. It was it was it was cool, full size bed. But oh, and one more yeah. thing, the I on my new truck, um, I finally found out how to turn the the floodlights on or the you know oh. the bottom the uh, yeah. Fog yeah, lights, fog lights. Yeah, yep. Um, I have to pull out the because uh, I noticed I went and took the trash out today, and I had the lights on because it was raining, and I was like, "Why aren't the bottom lights on, or the running right. lights, or whatever you want to call them?" And, and I came in, I was like, "What do I got to do?" And I pulled out, and sure enough, it lit up. I was like, "Oh, cool, all right, nice, <laughs> nice." Okay, now I, now I got the whole. I thought it was a little dim at night, so those extra lights will be will be nice. Yeah, that's one thing with with the, my new truck is there's the I think the headlight you know glass oh, yeah. is foggy because mm-hmm. it's yeah. there it's like I can barely see anything <laughs> I'm like oh man you gotta like, clean you gotta do the, the I know stuff. there's all types of videos online about how to clean that stuff up and special yeah. things or you right, know right. it's it's never a hundred percent good like I the same thing with my old truck that that was the right. same thing. Yeah. But, um, yeah. And even with the, even with my Ford, it was always a little bit, you know, they, yeah. they were never great, but these are, these are particularly bad. So I was like, right. whew, yeah, I just got to clean them up. But yeah, other than that, other than like the leak and, and there's an engine light on, which came on like not too long after I got it. I mean, it sat for a year without running and then right. I put a few things into it. Just like, you know, fluids, I checked everything and topped everything off, made sure everything was good to go. And, you know, there's a squeak in the belt, which needs to be handled. And you don't, other than that, I mean, it's it cleaned up really good. And I'm going to get some 33-inch tires on it because I don't really want to put a lift on it, but I want to get something bigger than what's on it, which I think are like yeah. 28 or 29s, you yeah. know. I'm even thinking about maybe pulling off those, like, step rails because the, the passenger side one is dented up pretty good. Not Not bad, but... It's it's like it got hit and bent up, hmm. and I feel like if I pull those step rails, it's still not going to be that tall. Like right now, right. you know, I can like just step in and sit down. I don't even have to like step up to sit down in the truck. So I feel like if I pull those rails, it'll just it'll make it look a little higher in the middle. Maybe and, you know, I like you know, we'll see. We'll see. Once I get the thirty threes on it, you know, that'll be nice. It'll be a little bit bigger, sit up a little higher, and then uh, and then we'll see how I feel after that. But 
you know, yeah. put a little bit of work in, just enough into it, just to make it be, feel mm-hmm. good and give me the fizz, like you said about the Ford. <laughs> <laughs> give me the fizz. <laughs> yeah, I um, I know we keep talking on and on, but <laughs> so I, last, last week we talked about I was going to take my buddy out in the bachelor party, and we did, and it was oh, awesome. Yeah. yeah, right on. And at first, we I had a bit bit ways to drive to where I was going to take him. I was like, should I just take the RAV4? I was like, no, we're going on like a dude's thing. Let me take the truck. We'll yeah, ride nice. around in the truck. And um, it was great. Like, Steve loved it. Yeah. I'm usually, usually not a truck guy, but this is sweet. And we had fun. And, and, and we we just had fun in it. it. It was just the perfect, It's you know, a big truck's the perfect thing for a uh, a bachelor party. Like, Yeah, right. Exactly. But, yeah. But we, we had a blast. We did... Uh, plenty of adult things and had a good old time and it, it was good. I haven't seen him in man like a, at least a year, maybe two years. So it was it was just a a real treat to hang out with him and that's awesome and do all that stuff. Yeah, I like how you were mentioning to me. You know, you asked him. You're like, is there anything you know you don't want to do? You know, which is good to ask anybody when you're going to mm-hmm. take them on a bachelor party because they might be like, yeah, I don't want to like. I don't want strippers, you know, like, right. Those guys yeah. Are yeah. Say that, but you know, there's things that people are like, you just don't know what, mm-hmm. what they're new, what they're like at that point or what they know that their wife is not going to, their future wife is not going to like, you know, right. so they give you that. And I like that. He was just like, I'm up for anything. And you know, that's what you were saying. You're like, you always love yeah, that. He said, I, I said, <laughs> I said, is there anything you don't want to do? And he just texted back literally nothing. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. So he's like, whatever you can throw at me. I was like, all right, right on. And we didn't do anything right. that crazy. You know, there weren't any strippers or anything, but it was just, it was good to have that. Like, okay, cool. We yeah. Can... And that's what you said. You always liked that about Steve because he was always up for like doing oh, yeah. whatever. Yeah. You know, yeah. You guys are both he's... single and younger. It was like, <laughs> if you wanted to do something, like, who can I call? You know, like you knew mm-hmm. you could call Steve. Like I'll call Steve. He'll, he'll be up for anything. You know, yep. like... there's, 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 <laughs> if you, hopefully if you're lucky, there's always that, that one, one or two people who you can kind of have any idea. Like, Hey man, mm-hmm. you want to like, Hey, you want to go to the zoo today? Like, yeah, yeah. Let's go to the zoo. You know, just random <laughs> stuff. And then you end up at the zoo, like, having a great time. It's like, all right, whatever. <laughs> now that we're at the zoo, you want to you eat some shrooms? Yeah, let's eat some <laughs> shrooms. <laughs> You're like, do, they right, sell, do they sell beer at the, at the zoo? At the yeah, zoo. here we go. <laughs> I remember one time, um, him and I, we went to Philly and then New York. And then at the time, we, uh, you know, you're in your 20s, early 20s at the time, and we just had so little money that at the end of the weekend we wanted to go to Coney Island, but I didn't even have money for the subway to get down there, and Steve did. <laughs> and he bought us both subway tickets all the way down to Coney Island the last day. Nice. And, like, we were walking by, like, a beach bar, and, like, we were so bummed that we couldn't even afford, like, a drink. <laughs> I mean, we, I mean, we obviously had so much fun the two, the two nights before in Philly and right. in, in, yeah. in Manhattan, but we were just like, ah. and we, we were actually discussing that, like, Man, we didn't even have enough say. money to stop and like have a beer. <laughs> right. <laughs> we'd spent like, yeah. we'd spent every dime we we both had. <laughs> you didn't have like, you know, a credit card or something that you need you just Mm-mm. put a, put money on like <laughs> No, it was like, "Hey man, I'm I'm out of money. I've got like $3 in my account. You've got whatever. Like, we're we're done. Let's go home." Yeah. <laughs> right, exactly. Well, <laughs> we've we've tapped out. We we've done everything yep. we could do. We spent all of our money time to head back it sounds like it sounds like the end of like you know like uh what's that uh deadliest catch or something that dudes uh, make like twenty thousand dollars on a right. trip out and they go back and just blow it all in a couple of nights and <laughs> drinking and debauchery and that's it and then you go back out and work again 
Yeah. <laughs> oh, cattle man. cattle rustlers and stuff, you know. <laughs> right, cowboys. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Into town, blow all your money. Yeah. That's nah, fun. But, yeah, well, speaking of uh of Wednesday whores. night sailing. <laughs> speaking of debauchery. <laughs> speak- <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Um we uh so we went and we tried to get that uh the uh, the bench out of the basement and we realized we'd have to take take the whole thing apart to be able to do it we didn't have time so we went sailing which is what we were doing we were heading out to go sailing we were trying to get there a little early because we got brand new sails for our sailboat which are fucking awesome they are (laughs) so awesome they're so pretty they're like all black you know you usually see sails they're white on sailboats right they're white sails ours are black you know, it's it's clear with black laminate. It's it's a polyester laminate. I think it's called something like that. Beautiful black, black, all this black overlapping stitching and black mounts. You know, all the stuff, all the everything. Uh, they're just so pretty and they're so crispy. And you know, in sailing, when you have a really new sail and it's really crisp and really like inflexible, that's mm-hmm. like the best you can do. I mean, if you guys, if anybody's ever watched like the the World Cup, you know, races and stuff, they have almost you know their sails are made out of like hard plastic, you know, like completely non-rigid. I mean, completely rigid, rigid. like plastic sails almost. I mean, not all of them do, but you know, some of those big ones. Even the, uh, you know, quote unquote, smaller races, they, they replace their sails every time. Exactly. Yeah. So like the crispier and the more rigid your sails are, they will hold their shape really well and they'll catch the wind really well, which is what you want. So yeah, we put up, put up our new sails and, and, uh, we didn't even have them up great. You know, we kind of got them up and because they're brand new, you like, you put them up and they stretch a little bit. And then, but like 20 minutes later, they're all like, they look like they're loose. Like you didn't hang them very well. You didn't put them up very well, but it's just because everything is stretching because it's brand new. Um, but, oh, man, they just looked so good, and we were so fast, and we were just way out ahead of everyone. And, like, after the race last night, there was – we have – on the first uh, the first Wednesdays of the month, we have a cookout afterward with our with our regatta. Um, and so we were all together, and just everyone was just as giddy as we were with our no, new sails. <laughs> everyone was like, man, they were so pretty. You guys were flying. It was so crazy. And it was like well, they, they, everyone was they, happy. They got man. to look at them. Exactly. Yeah, they were like, "Man, those were nice." You know, I bet you guys were nuts over there. We we're like, uh, I just couldn't stop smiling the whole time. Oh, so nice. Oh man, and it was it was high winds too. We had consistent fifteen to like fifteen to eighteen knot winds with gusts of up to twenty, twenty two, something like mm-hmm. that. Like we were rolling, you know, mm-hmm. so much so that because we had our brand new sails up, so we have a new main and a new full uh, head sail. So the sail on the front of the boat and the sail on the back of the boat brand new sails but there there are full size ones usually when you have higher winds you put up smaller sails so that way your you know boat doesn't blow over right. um but we had our new sails and we weren't going to put up anything but our new sails so we had them all the way up <laughs> full sails we, we have a, a reefing system which means you can take some you can pull the main down some so the sail's not so big but it's a big reef we like noticed it last night it's, it's like six feet between the boom and the reef to be able to pull down it's like that's too much sail to take away Right. So we just left it all up, and and uh, you know we were right on the edge of of being overpowered most of the race, but uh, but we just Sean was on the main because Charles is out. Charles usually runs the main, but Sean was on the main. My buddy, our buddy Sean from Crafting a Life I Want, he was kind of just feathering the main, letting some wind off of it, so it wasn't mm-hmm. you know holding mm-hmm. so much. And and Jack was just on the helm, just bringing the boat up, feathering it up into the wind some, so that way it would, the wind would go on the other side of the sail and not blow us over. But it pointed super well, and we were just flying. It was so awesome. 
<sighs> so awesome. Yeah. So <laughs> we didn't, it's funny. We like, it was because it was high wind and stuff. It was a little bit hectic and brand new sales. And we were all like on edge because we don't want to like do something to damage them in this high wind. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. everything was like, so we didn't end up getting any pictures of the first race with the sales. Uh -oh. up. But Sean did have his GoPro and he had it running from the back. So he was going to pull some, pull some stills from it today and send it out. So still waiting for those to come, but nice, yeah. nice, super right nice. On. So yeah, new sales. We've been, we've been sailing with, I mean, not old sales the whole time that we've been sailing, you know, and, and with this crew, we've been sailing since I was in high school, like my freshman year, which was 99, <laughs> you know, like it's been a long time. We've been sailing for over 20 mm -hmm. years together, pretty much the same crew. And, uh, you know, we got new sales at one point or new ish sales to us. And, and for a while that was really nice on our J 24 old sailboat. And then, um, you know, the new boat that we have, which is a, a S two 9.1, which is just under 30 foot long boat it's a bigger boat and heavier but all the sails that are on it are, are old sails like original to the boat almost and so we've been sailing them for the last last right. season the season before that the half a season and it's just like they're so old and so stretched and that boat's so fast just on its own so we, we did really well even with the old sails but now with the new sails oh, it's i would great. i would love to shoot a race the way i think it should be shot yeah right like I, I i wouldn't be on the boat that that stuff right. could be covered with GoPros and other cameras, right? But some type of follow boat, someone to get the the start and the end, and yeah. pick a spot in the middle and just plan it out where we could really. I'd obviously I'd need someone to, you know, have the other boat or, or a mo, you know a motor boat. And, right. Yeah. There was um. There's all these. There's a a. I don't know what it's called, but there's a company that does sailboat racing photography um and they have a like a zodiac so like a rubber boat you know that's like oh, yeah. rubber like blown up on both sides hard bottom with a center console yeah with with a center console with like a double seat almost like a motorcycle seat with two people sitting right in the middle oh nice and so you have one person driving and then one person sitting right behind them with the camera so everything is like really nice and even they can zip and they will, they'll, you know, when we do big bay races, they'll zip around everyone and get in position and, you know, they'll get like right in front of you and take a bunch of shots and then get out of the way before you're there. It's, yeah. it's super nice. And having, having the ability. And I've seen the guy that's like, I've seen the guy driving, have the camera around his neck as well. So he'll drive around, stop and then <laughs> turn, take pictures and then pull off and stuff. Yeah. And need somebody like that. Yeah, exactly. But, um, you need someone who know, like knows what you're gonna do, or you need you need a little vehicle, a little like almost like a jet ski, maybe you know, like to zip around <laughs> yeah. and just take shots where you are. Right. Waterproof camera. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, that would be sweet. Wow. Oh, I was gonna bring it back real quick before we move on to what we should be talking about. Yeah. Well, um, well, <laughs> yeah. No. Talked about the knife. <laughs> uh, a, a a cool a. Uh, a cool video would be trying to restore your. I mean, a lot. There's a lot of videos about restoring. Um, the 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 plastic on a on a headlamp, right? On a, oh, on a vehicle, yeah. right? Because I'm sure I, it's just. I mean, you could grind it away. It's just plastic, right? Yeah, right. You could either sand it or grind it away and just do that, and then we can make a video. We've never done a car thing, but I'm sure we could. I'm sure you could make those things crystal clear by just grinding yeah, that plastic buffing, away, buffing and pol polishing, right. and yeah, right. yeah. And there's like there's polishing compounds and stuff that you can buy that I've actually seen work, and they're kind of miraculous. Just put them mm -hmm. on and buff them, and it like cleans it all up. Like right. So so it might be as simple as that. I'm not exactly sure, but maybe I'll maybe we'll look at it and see. 
Yeah. But yeah. You know, exactly. Um, it's always just, it's always just content, you know, like people don't have to watch it. If they don't want, and, but then you're going to, yeah, like you said, you'll reach a whole new audience of right. people who are interested in that. You know, it was like when we did the live stream on building the, um, the, uh, what's it called? The rails on the back of the truck. So that way I could do like the hay ride in it, you know? Oh yeah. Yeah. And it yeah. was like, just like a, like a truck thing, you know, it was like, but you know, we're still building something, but it was kind of fun. Right. Speaking of uh, um, other, other, yeah, um, speaking of other, you know, uh, different groups of people to, to shoot for, we have, uh, my friend Jolie, who I sail with on Tuesday nights, she has an old wooden boat and, um, she actually sent me a message today. So this is actually one of, one of like the three collaborations that, that I have kind of rolling on the plate right now is, uh, she, and this is not necessarily collaboration. She does have, does have some like woodwork and stuff that she'd like for me to do if I have time. Um, and, uh, maybe that will make some of that into a video for the, her boat. She has an old wooden boat, but she also was thinking that she'd like to start her own channel. So she was like, maybe what if mm. I buy you guys beer and pizza, maybe I can come up, come up and hang out one night where you're shoot while you're shooting and pick your brain and just talk to you to you. How about like stuff like that? So I was like, yeah, sure. You know, like, cool. That's right. You know, yeah. we can, you know, just, as long as you're not in between the camera and me and we're shooting and, you know, we're chatting and making stuff and, you know, it's fine. So that might cool. be something we do. And, and, you know, if that's like, you know, do a collaboration with her on some boat stuff or something, then again, that's just a, a different audience to like tap into. Yeah. Help her, help her get her channel going. Sure. Right. Yeah, exactly. It'd be fun. Heck yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I guess we don't have to talk about the other club, but I want, so fear of missing out this weekend is, uh, the blade show, right? Oh yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, and, yeah. Blade down ahead. in, down in uh, Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, there's a bunch of people that be here. Everyone, everyone's has been like posting every, a bunch of people that will be there. We will not be there, but, uh, but yeah, it was, I think it was funny. John Nagel, who I was, I was just doing a live stream earlier today just to announce a little bit about the knife challenge, which the videos are coming out tomorrow, which if you're all listening to this on Friday morning, as soon as it comes out, like I know you all are, uh, <laughs> today <laughs> on Friday, June 4th at noon, all the videos for the knife making challenge will be coming out. Yeah. Um, all at noon. So the 10 videos all hitting the platform all at the same time. So watch them all you know I'm, I'm excited to watch them all because like we were talking before it's almost like commiserating you know it's like all these other people <laughs> are doing the same thing we did and let's see how they did their, how do they do their version of it you know so right it'll be fun to watch them but i was doing a live stream this afternoon um just to pop in real quick and talk to people a little bit about it and give them a little teaser I showed them the, the, the wooden prototype knives and I showed them the fake box and stuff. And, you know, just to be like, Hey, you know, this is like just a little behind the scenes and a little teaser. What's going to come for tomorrow. But, um, yeah. So John Nagel popped on from Nagel house forge and, and he's, uh, he's doing a, uh, he's, he's making a Viking ax right now, which is actually going to be, he's going to be sending to us and we're going to be making a video on putting the handle on it. So that'd be kind of fun. A little, little collaboration with John who we've had on the podcast, but, um, you were talking about he posted something on uh, on Instagram, like uh, someone looking out a window and be like, "This is what you feel when all of your friends are at Blade Show and you're at home, not at Blade Show." <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and I've I've thought about going to Blade Show for a couple of years now. I'm not a, a I'm not a professional knife maker, but that's you know that's why I, I wouldn't go to a Blade I wouldn't go to Blade Show for like to have a booth. I'd go to just go and yeah, see all these people, yeah. like mm -hmm, all these mm -hmm. knife makers that I know and that I talk to on Instagram, and some that I don't talk to, but maybe have like 
put a comment one time that they liked and responded to. And, you know, just like just the community, the people who love the stuff that we love and to be out there and just to see people. Um, we were mentioning yeah. earlier that Brian House will be there and he's been posting a bunch over the last week being like, I'm going to be at a, I'll be a blade show. I'll be a blade show. If you're going to be there, let me know. I'm going to be around. <laughs> How can I help out? Who's going to be there? What are we doing? You know, like you could tell That's he's a, so yeah. excited, man. He's I like know. giddy, like a little kid. He's like, what are we doing? Who's, who's got plans for dinner? Where are we going out to eat? You know, are we going to meet in the pit? Are we going to hang out? <laughs> Who am I buying drinks for? You know, he's getting ready, man. It's, it's so funny. It's great though. But yeah, everyone's there. We're going to have, um, I talked, reached out to, uh, Evan Watson, who is uh, Will- William Evans Designs, he's the in- he does engraving, and he's I think the hand engraver on Instagram now. But uh, reached out to him to be on the podcast, and he was down, definitely down for it. But he was like, "Let me just wait. Let's wait till after Blade, because like he's going, <laughs> he's he's got just tons of shit to do, and like everyone's like whew, everyone's getting ready for Blade show. So, and a bunch of people that like all the knife makers, all the everyone who's into like making knives or making stuff for hammers or blacksmithing or bladesmithing everyone everyone's getting ready for blade show which yeah. is cool because now, you know last year it didn't happen so now do you it did um did the guys when we set this thing up this the maker challenge yeah do you think they plan to put it out on blade show weekend oh you know what i wouldn't be surprised it kind of makes sense, I right? I don't know that. Yeah, I'm not sure, but because they started planning it, I think probably they probably started planning it in like January, right? Because they reached out to me in early February to see if we wanted to participate. I mean, they they have to know when the did did they re? I mean, did, was Blade Show? Did they know they were going to have a an event at this time I, back then? Maybe not, but maybe they had a I, date for I'm it. I'm not sure. Yeah, I think they probably did have a date for it because I think when it. Originally, it was, you know, it's around this time each year, like early, early in June. And uh, it got postponed last year from early June to like October. And then, mm-hmm. you know, a month before October, it was like, yeah, we're going to cancel it. So they didn't do Blade last year. Um, but I think probably by, I think they probably around that time were like, okay, next year we're going to do it in the normal time. So right. I think everyone was kind of assuming that it would be the first weekend of June, which I think it normally is. Yeah. And so... Because, I wouldn't be surprised if, if yeah. uh, Dennis and Aaron were like, you know, let's put it out that same time. It makes, it makes cool, sense, yeah. I guess, right? Yeah, right. Exactly. If you're and at everyone's Blade talking, show, everyone's talking about <laughs> knife stuff, and yeah, we right. have this this big release of all these people making knives. I mean, yeah, right, exactly. And you know, everyone's like doing nice stuff all day, and then you go back to your hotel room, and you've got to, you know whatever some time to kill and you're trying to wind down from drinking and hanging out with a bunch of people why not <laughs> watch a video or two on uh on the Giotto? and that even that's kind of cool too you know it's because at blade show they have a bunch of different categories of like best chef's knife best best hunter best you know like balisong best edc knife best folding knife so this is like another like these are a bunch of makers that are all making one type of knife and whose is the best like yeah that's pretty good We'll definitely yeah. have to. I think it'd be fun to have either both of them, both Aaron and Tyrell, or and Dennis, or have them both together on the podcast. Because yeah. it was kind of them together who came up with this. I think that would be fun to like. Have I think that would be. Podcast. Yeah, we don't we don't have a lot of like doubles. Right. Yeah. Other other than our brothers, uh, Derek and Drew, but no, I think right. that'd be nice. I mean, we could have everybody. Like, we'd love to have everybody on. And there's yeah, a bunch absolutely. of people. Yeah. You know, we we discussed having the winner of this on, and we'll probably end up 
having all the guys who participated, if they want mm-hmm. to, we'll have them on. Um, well, you'll have I'm the winner just, on next week. Huh? You, we'll have the winner on because I'll be here. So. <laughs> I'll be. I'm already uh, on. So. Hey, good. the winner of the podcast. Hey, I mean, the winner of the, the other night challenge. I don't know, Dust. There's some. There I don't is know. Some, there is some really awesome stuff. I'm, I'm yeah. looking at them now. I got a preview of. Yeah. And actually, I want to do a quick critique on your photo, Dust. Okay. It's My a, photo of the thumbnail. Yeah. Okay. I think it is a good photo. It's. I think it's just not crop down enough i mean i don't know if it's too late to i thought about that too like i actually did crop it some but i wanted to leave a little bit of the top of the stump so you could see the green past i cropped off some yeah. of the top yeah but it, it just i looks... could have cropped it longer yeah but i also didn't want to go too narrow like i wanted it to be kind of a closer to a rectangle so no i agree there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff but a lot of headroom yeah, there yeah but that's just the thumbnail on the voting Platform. Right, yeah, and I, it, yeah, that, I mean that it's a good photo. I just thought maybe right. you could trim it at the top, but I see what you're saying. You want some green, yeah? Because if I brought it down, then it would be all just wood around it. I will, I, I, think it, I will say, a lot of the guys cool. are using their their, their thumbnail thumbnails. photo as yeah. their, and our thumbnail yeah. photo is totally different. One person that I'll say who's definitely not doing their knife justice is is Brian House. His thumbnail is like oh, his, yeah. his it's on his anvil and it's almost like camouflage. You can't see it. Yeah, you can't you, like, see it. You can't see it. And it's perfectly good for his uh, for the thumbnail of his video. It looks great. You I mean, know, hey, but it's we, like uh, that's definitely a teaser. You want to go like what is it, what is it? Is it a camo knife? Like what <laughs> You're like moving your head around trying to see it better from different angles. It's a knife shaped shaped like an anvil. <laughs> yeah. No, it's good. I like I like the one um you know, we don't want to give away too much, but the one from well, Far I mean, Away Forge. You it's, know, it's today. It's today. So I mean, yeah, right. Far away. Go Forge, look. Go holding, look at. He's him. holding his. You know, and it's like he's got his arm out in the picture, and go yeah. check it out because it's pretty spectacular. You know, he's Far holding... Away Forge has like almost six hundred thousand subscribers. No, I, I didn't. I know. didn't know that either. <laughs> and I like I I realized it, and I was watching some of his videos, and I was like, oh wow, this is this guy. Like, because I had watched some of his videos in the past, like over the past years, you know, I was like, oh, holy crap. I've been like, in my head, I just, I I didn't know his name. So it was like, okay, just another small channel, you know, like, I'm just not super familiar with, like, maybe I've seen him around, but not, you know, and then I was like, oh, wow, he did this knife and he did this knife. Oh, he did this. Oh, that's (laughs) awesome. You know, like, holy crap. Oh, this is that guy. You know, like, (laughs) he did a really cool video that was a, a knife inside of a knife inside of a knife. So he took a <laughs> like a big, like a bigger chef's knife uh, a, blank, a, ru- a rushing a Russian nesting knife. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, and then cut it, cut the blade shape, cut a knife blade shape out of the middle of it, out of the inside of it, and then and then cut another blade shape out of the inside of that. So then like and made handles yeah. for all three that fit together. Like it was super cool. I was like, oh, cool. I well, mean, let that me was like two years ago, but it's I, cool. I'm gonna go down. I'm gonna talk about them a little bit. Each one. Okay. Um, because yeah, if you want to see it, it's today. Go look at them. Unless you're mm-hmm. listening to this early in the morning, then you know respect to you. You gotta wait until twelve. But, um, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um, Ailey knives. Mm-hmm. He's got this great, beautiful handle, but he's got this huge. I mean, it's a, it's a a chunk of the middle of the knife gone, like some type of skeleton knife. Yep. Yep. And then he's got multiple. What what is that dust? The uh, you talking about like the Damascus or the the San yeah, Mai? Yeah, yeah. I think can, he's got can, San Mai like multiple. Can you like, pull it? Yeah. Can you pull it up? Yep. 
Yeah, he has. Yeah, so um, his his has like where there would be a fuller or even like an S grind. It's almost mm-hmm. like he S ground all the way through the knife. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> yeah, there's going to be no sticking because there's going to be no steel there. It's awesome. That's true. It's so cool. Yeah, his um, his is really cool. I mean, they're all really cool, man. It's just it's super cool to be part of this group because everyone's doing something wild. You know, like they're just super cool. Like, ah, oh, they're so cool. Yeah. So then you have, I mean, yeah, they're all great, and they're all really different. Yeah, his is sand. Which just, just re- yeah, regular sand. My probably is just uh, has like a nickel layer in between. That's that shiny. Oh layer. yeah. It yep. just happens to. I mean, no one. Everyone just said, "Hey, this we're going to do this type of knife," and then That's everyone kind of came up with something yeah. a little different or a little unique. Right. So yep. then you go down. There's. Uh, Blackbeard uh, project, which is obviously a big channel, yeah. Um, and he's got like this two-sided, like Jekyll oh, yeah. and Mister Hyde thing going. Yeah. So he has he it, one side looks like it's San Mai, which is like a high carbon steel inside of a low carbon. So you get two layers, um, and then on the other side, you it's like there's Damascus on the other side. And an S grind, which cuts away, or like a fuller, which cuts away into that Damascus, back through the Damascus, through the sand my layer, and into the high carbon steel. So it's like sand my on one side of the blade and Damascus on the other side, but the S grind is like <laughs> through the Damascus. It's yeah. it's it's super cool. It, it's just wild. And then his um his handle is. That. His I handle? Like I know that. I know oh. that wood, that brown wood's like pear or something. It's like yeah. a, it's a really cool looking, with a single like mosaic pin and then a black bolster and like brass liners and stuff. Yeah, it's sweet. Uh, then we go to a faraway forge, which we talked about. It's the size of a machete, <laughs> bit bigger than a machete. I was like, damn it, man! We should have had that idea. We should have made a big ass giant knife. <laughs> he's gonna win just because he's got a giant ass knife. We should have done the, the small, the smallest knife possible. <laughs> the size of like Kyoto. a little pen. Actually, now that I think about it, <laughs> when I was given the parameters of the challenge, it was a seven to ten inch blade. Oh boy! Oh boy! So if you're listening, don't vote for Keaton because he <laughs> broke the rules. That son cheater, of a bitch! Cheater! Pumpkin, pumpkin eater. eater! He's just full of pumpkin right now. but uh but no he's is a really awesome giant uh kyoto probably uh what do you think like uh 20 inches maybe yeah yeah, from tip to so he he doubled the parameters yeah and now it's like two feet from the handle (laughs) to the tip yeah it's it's definitely a big boy Mm -hmm. it's awesome i just love the picture of him holding his hand out there with like the giant knife on it yeah uh green beetle obviously such a pro He's got yeah. a nice, very slim, beautiful handle, and uh, is that what is that Damascus? What many, many layers of something? Hold on one second, where am I trying to find it? You're in assets right now, right? No, I'm in. Oh no, oh, I'm in, in my knife maker. Oh, I got it. Here we go. Okay, yep. So he's got like yeah, just a yeah. It's like a some type of like maple burl that's dark, and you know, brass bolster, like a wah style handle, octagon. Yeah, it's really nice. Just a uh, straight, like, I guess, uh, just, I, I don't know the, I don't know what this, like, pattern Damascus was called. It's just, like, a straight, like, 
multiple layer Damascus when and then when you taper right. it, you just get even lines from the heel to the tip. But yeah, it's really nice. He does yeah. he does awesome stuff. I love I love all of his uh his just funky um all of his funky Damascus, like making Damascus from nails and springs and whatever else, you know, it's like it's right. just awesome. Right. Yeah. And then we go down to uh, housework, which, of course, like we said, the camo knife doesn't do <laughs> do justice. He's got a big in too. I don't think it's two feet big, but that thing is a. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think uh, I think yeah, it's, it's unless it's big. a really small anvil. He, but he does have the he he's got the sixty six pound, um, Akio anvil. Because hmm. we okay. have the, I have the one twenty five. So I think it's probably within the parameters. I'm looking at the other image. He's got this awesome etching on his with with uh he's got Japanese characters which oh yeah. He said he hopes say housework <laughs> with his uh, <laughs> lightning bolt in between laser etched on forged stainless. Uh it's it's beautiful. It is really beautiful. Yeah. yeah and it's they're so cool. He did such an awesome job. Yeah, he does have it. It's like camouflage on that anvil though. <laughs> um yeah, and then the you forge. go. Yep. Then you go down to. Actually, well, let me see something. Okay, so you go down to Redbeard, which is the only other person other than yourself, Dust, to do a pretty clean blade. Right. Uh, so like a, a mono a, steel. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Um, but his mm-hmm. is just nice, super clean, nice, nice thick knife. Yeah, really um, nice, like black walnut handle with two pins, like we have. <clears throat> Yeah. Yeah, his is like yeah, just a, a really clean straightforward knife, but but yeah, the only person who didn't cheat and you know do Damascus, <laughs> get all the votes with you know hard work. Come on. Do you see is there do you see Dennis Tyrell Knifeworks blade? I haven't I, it's funny I never, I haven't seen I hadn't seen his. Yeah, Where dude, it's I saw it killer. somewhere. Where did I see his? Well, look at it. It's it's there on the thing. Like Gyoto challenge. Go to the the voting doc, the Google doc. Oh, okay. That's okay. what I'm you're, using. You're looking at that. Gotcha. Okay. And he, yeah, he. <clears throat> I mean, he's right. He's one of the guys who set it up. Yep. And I feel like he just had a plan to ruin us all because it is <laughs> it is so heavy. Uh, yeah, go. Yeah, pulled up. It hold is. On, hold on one second. Killer. <laughs> Where is that link? Vote here. There it is. Okay. Well, his is all the way at the bottom. Okay. Uh, I don't want to sign in. Okay, whatever. Come on. All right, hold on <laughs> one second. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. All right. Yep, yep. Okay. Uh, okay, yep. Next. <laughs> oh, Jesus. This is, this is exciting. Password. Podcast. Oh, here we go. <laughs> well, here, I'll get one. Okay, so you do it. Uh, uh, Sperber Knives. Theirs too is such a beautiful, um, kind of traditional looking octagonal handle. Up, oh, con- oh now. <laughs> now my phone's going. Someone's trying to log in. Is this you? Deny. <laughs> Deny. Like, I don't know who that you don't is. You don't get to see the vo- the forms. I know with our <laughs> account, it's linked to both of us. So whenever I'm like, you always text me like, "Are you trying to log in from a PC?" and blah blah blah. I'm like, "Yeah, that's me." <laughs> uh, Google some notification. Tap yes on the notification. Oh, 42. There you go. 42 is the notification number. Oh. <laughs> Wait, is it? I don't think it popped up. Say tap it went yes. away. All right, hold on. Let me resend it. 
35 oh, is the new notification number. I'll you guys, put, yes. you wouldn't be surprised how many times we do this when we text back and forth. <laughs> now, now it's like it happens often enough that when I do it, I just send him the notification number. I'm like, God, dude, <laughs> 35. Okay, okay. Oh, there we go. So, red, wait. Uh, okay, well, let's go so down to Sperber. Okay, yep. So, Sperber has a beautiful, like, I think his is um, like ladder pattern, ladder pattern Damascus, where you create Damascus, you flatten it all out, and then you grind a bunch of horizontal lines into it and then hammer it flat again. So, you grind out material and then hammer it flat. So, you get this, like, beautiful, you know, vertical pattern. Beautiful knife. Yeah, he did a really good job. Um, I like his uh, his overall design is really nice. The one thing that I that I am like honest about the Giotto is I'm not super a fan of the clunkiness of the Giotto in general. I just feel, feel like it's kind of a clunky looking knife. Um, mm-hmm. And so I I so for ours I did a longer taper like from the heel to out to the tip before the K tip goes down. Um, but I do like Sperber. Not, his knife is really nice. Something about it. I think maybe it's not like swooping. He's got a spine that kind of swoops toward the cape mm-hmm. and down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really nice. Black bolster, maybe like G10, and then some type of uh, pretty curly wood handle. Right. Now, the only thing about our, our picture is next, right? Or yep. your, your, the Art of Craftsmanship picture. Yep. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. It's, I, it's a good photo. It just... I feel like it doesn't do your handle justice. You, yeah, you can't, you can't tell. You can't yeah. tell. That's that's the main feature of yours. Other than the blade shape is really nice, right? But the 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 main f- feature of yours is kind of the the, the faceted yeah. handle, but with that mm-hmm. sharp back. Um, I don't know. I mean, you can kind of see it in that shot. It's fine. I don't think like. I think the idea is that people will. They'll be watching the videos and then vote. Like they're not really, true. they're not really voting from this one shot, you know. So mm. it's not like, oh, which one do you like the best? And, I mean, maybe some people will be, but I think really, it's if they're going to come here to vote, they'll probably either watch one video and come vote on that person's knife because they like that person, mm-hmm. or they'll watch multiples, and then they'll come to vote and they'll look at some of the other ones and be like, oh, that looks cool. Let me go see how he did his, you know, right. and then go back and forth. So. I'm hoping that's what people will do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's I, fine. Well, like, you, the whole point, like, to... it doesn't really matter who wins. It was just, like, fun to to be part of this bigger collaboration. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the whole point is that we all shout each other out. We all grow together. Like, that's the point, you know. So, right. No, it, course, it'll like, be good. Like you know, design, I, j- but... hey, just as long as you're not last. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and in last place, Mono Steel from the Other Craftsmanship. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> We got next in line is the Rivers Experience. Yeah. He has a Kumai blade. So Kumai is copper and high carbon steel uh, sandwiched together. Um, and this looks like it's a couple layers, maybe either that or it was just like hammered, but really nice. So he's got beautiful copper. Mm-hmm. I do like the shape of his uh, K tip as well. That has a nice taper to the tip. A nice like slim black, it looks like black G10 handle. I think you said that he did grind the handle in a way that like highlighted the different layers of the G10. It looks really nice. Nice picture yeah. too. This Tyrell with his uh, the Rivers Experience logo there. Right. Yeah. He it must be scary. using that for his thumbnail. Yeah. You can also tell who's going to probably use that for their thumbnail. They got this the yeah sixteen <laughs> the by nine format. Uh, right. Exactly. 
Yeah, and then Tyrone Air Forks, yeah, he's got a his is pretty nice, yeah. He's got so a cool Damascus um again, you know, like he has kind of that typical Gyoto style, which me personally I think is just like a little clunky. But mm. it does but it does look beautiful. That like Damascus looks beautiful and he's got this really cool black and like black dyed maple burl handle. It's a oh, yeah. A inter- integral uh, bolster Damascus. Yeah, it's really nice. It's yeah. so nice. Everyone, man, everyone did like, such an awesome job. Yeah. These are so cool. It's just, it's a great group of guys. And I think everyone just, you know, worked hard and came up with something that looks really cool and turned out really great. And, and it's just kind of interesting to be part of this group of knife makers that are all, well, so... Blackbeard, Housework, Red, uh, Us, let's see, I guess, I mean, out of the the ones that I see, you know, Blackbeard's not a knife maker, I mean, he does knife making, but he's not, he's like us, you know, like he does it, it, it's, it, it has its place in his videos, right, um, Far Away Forge, he's pretty much all knife making, Alien Knives is knife making, Redbeard Ops is knife making. Green Beetle's knife making. Housework is like us. You know, Brian is his channel's grinders, but but that's only because he made grinders because he loves knife making. Yeah, and like the way we found right. Brian was because he was following along with the knife making build off, the knife right. talk build off or build along, and reached out to be like, hey, we can I use your your uh, pattern for your knife to make mine and do videos, and then you know our we became friends from there. Um, I think Sperber and the Rivers Experience and Tyrell are all knife making channels specifically. Yeah. So, so it's just, it's just really cool to be in with a group of guys who all just really love making knives and just, and do a good job of making videos about that and put that out in the world, you know? And so, yeah, it's fun. And obviously, obviously there's a lot of room for so many other people to join in. Yeah. Um, like I think they talked about it. That's, I mean, they probably reached out to a lot of people. Some of the bigger ones that people are like, Hey, why didn't you have this guy on? It's either they ignored it or, or, you know, wasn't interested, weren't, weren't interested. So, uh, it, it might expand next year or maybe it'll be a yearly thing. I, I don't know. It'd be yeah. cool. Uh, I think yeah. we need to, we need to start our own. I don't know what version it would be. Yeah. Uh, axe bow making make. or axe yeah, hanging axe, or yeah, bow, right. bow making. Bow making. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I was showing my students my one of the American Flatbow video. I was like, man, I gotta do another one. I gotta, yeah, yeah. I mean, it'd be fun to do like a shorter bow, like kind of like a horse bow or something, or or even just a a reflex deflex bow, like I don't know, all oh, sorts yeah. of no, fun stuff. No, we we definitely have to do another one because those are always yeah. those two are two of our biggest ones on the channel. So right, exactly. Yeah, the Flatbow, which came out this year, has almost like eight hundred thousand views or even more. Right. Yeah, and the uh, and the little. Uh, the hatchet, Crin's hatchet knife, hatchet video is doing really well. Yeah, it's still yeah, like it keeps it's, on, keeps yeah, still on rolling. Like four, yeah, still like four of ten. But I mean, it's got you know over what's it over twenty five? Yeah, almost twenty six thousand yeah. views, and it's been out for eleven days. So yeah, I, I, that's yeah, I like good. that. Even even if it doesn't do crazy, I mean, some of the biggest ones ever any YouTuber will have it goes crazy at first. You know, it's like oh man, we hit a hundred thousand in like three days, right? You right. get crazy yeah. ones like that, but. As long I just don't like when they die, you right. know. You get you get whatever five thousand the first two days, and then it just then you're getting twenty views, and you're like, ah, oh, man, what happened? Yeah, exactly. This one is just like steady. Yeah, yeah. it's like yeah, like like I said, it's 
11 days and you know it's got 25,000 I feel like two or three days ago it had 20,000 you know so it's still like mm-hmm. there's a, a lot of people viewing it which is cool yeah. yeah yeah so it's it's rolling pretty good but uh yeah before we wrap it up um yeah again I want to go back to just finishing this video we we yeah uh, it, there was no patience in it we had to push through <laughs> every spare minute was finishing it editing it like I was editing before we were shooting before I was going to work and then I'd go we'd come shoot with Dustin when I had free time right (laughs) and then we did it and then I was uh, editing every day right I'm pushing and we just got it done last night at like 12 o'clock right and I was like yeah I'm gonna go ahead in and put like description and tags and stuff and and you were like, all right, well, I'll do the thumbnail tomorrow. And then you're like, well, I guess I could do it now. So then we were like, right, I was we already like at the computer. Back and forth we, and we, we were, were just both like working up. on it. Yeah. Right. Oof, Got it done. I think I posted that, the link to the, uh, to the, to the group around like 1220 or something or 1230. I was like, yeah. there you go. There it is. All done. We were only a day late. Or, you know, it was the, I, ideally they were all supposed to be turned in all the, the video links on the first, that way Dennis from Tyro Network could have time to do everything he needed to do, get the, like the voting stuff uploaded, all the links and all, um, right. I think on, on the 31st, he sent out a message being like, Hey guys, you know, like tomorrow's the day, but if you need another day or two, just let me know. It's fine. We have some time. And I was like, I, I just reached out right away. I was like, I appreciate it. You know, like we may be able to get it done in time, but we could probably use an extra day or so. And he's like, not a problem. He's like, it only takes me a few seconds to update the link. So, you know, right. just let me know. And so, yeah, we posted it and good to go tomorrow slash today. If you're listening is the day. <laughs> and I, I've but been, yeah. I've no, yeah, it is today. If you're listening, I've had yeah. so many issues for some reason with the uh, 4k uploads where, Oh yeah. There's right. little glitches and stuff. And I was just waiting for it. And the, the, the issue with that is, you know, you work and work and work on a video, especially with ours. They take so long. And then I watch it again when I think my edit's done in the edit suite. So I watch it, and then I tweak the whole way along. Tweak, tweak, tweak. Right. Right. This can go up. This can be fixed. I missed something here. Then that's nice and clean, so I'm happy with that. And then I export that into a file, right? And then I watch that to make the, sure the file's good. Yeah. And I go, okay, so all these points, I'm like, ah, okay, I can breathe. That's a finished video. Now I need to export it to YouTube. Right. And that recently has been such a cluster, man. Like, I don't know why, whatever it is, but I think the last one I did or the the one before that, I had to re-upload like three times, four times. And I don't, I don't know why it happened, but I I would watch it and you have to, you have to watch it every, you can't look away, right? You can't like have it on the background yeah. because it only, there's these little things that happen two seconds, three seconds, these little glitches. So, right. Yeah. Last last or yeah, last night when I got home from work around 10:30, sat down, cracked open a beer and started watching now. So I yet uh texted Dustin or whatever like, "Yes, it's done. One upload." Like <laughs> Yeah, yes, exactly. You're like, clean. Uh, thank good. the Lord. One, it's perfect." Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's such yeah. a good feeling cuz I've had it where I've watched uh, 25 minutes of it or 30 minutes yeah. and then i see yeah. something I'm like no like i was getting so close <laughs> you, <laughs> you have to re-export re-upload blah 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 you know, building all along like, right and then seven hours the one. seven yeah, hours yeah. later you come on and, and yeah 
So you're watching it in the end. Okay, here comes the wrap up here. And then the fade out. You're like, yes. <laughs> Always do like a little fist <laughs> pump. And then I'm like, oh, we're good. We're good to go. It's clean. <laughs> it's clean. Yeah. <laughs> See the stress that we go through, everyone. Oh. Make sure we have clean, clean videos with no little glitches in them. <laughs> <laughs> there was there was one time early on when when I couldn't do the uh, quality control check. And I said, all right, Dustin, watch it. But I was like, R- really pay attention, you know, just in case there's been issues. And uh, you watched it and you're like, yeah, it's all good. And then I, I watched it to like double check. And there was like there was like a frame off. There was a black frame or something. Something had happened. I was like I was like, no, it's 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 messed up. Like there's a there's a dropped frame or whatever. You're like, ah. you're like you're like, no, it's it's cool. Like I'm like, no, it's not. <laughs> I don't it's remember not that. Cool. By, just so everyone knows, I don't remember this happening. I don't like now now when I see stuff because you'll be like, yeah, there's a drop frame at this time, and I'll watch yeah. it. And be like, oh, there's a glitch. Yeah, you see. Well, it. this. Well, you this. Know, I don't remember. This, I don't remember looking for that specifically. Watching this. No, for this stuff. This was so early that it was when I was using uh, free software. Oh on, right. On my on my wife, on yeah. her old Mac. <laughs> and it was so slow that I couldn't really watch things back in real time. Right, That's there'd be right. like it would slow down. So I never knew if there was a black frame somewhere, which I think there is one in our first one ever. Like there's a black frame in something else where I just I didn't I didn't edit together correctly. And since it was right. so bad at playback, I couldn't tell. And it was one of those. So you did have to. I'm sure you just watched it as a normal person. Like, hey, I'll watch the video and see if there's any issues. Right. But my yeah. thing was like you you have to watch it the whole time. You can't look away. Right. Like you have to stare at it for 30 you're minutes. You're looking for every frame. Yeah, you're working for every, yeah. yeah, you're looking for one black frame in between shots. Right. Yeah. And that's what you missed. So I don't blame you, but I was like no, there's a, and you were like, "That's ah, fine." I was like, and "I think I I cuz you're such a perfectionist on actually making the thing." Right. I, yeah, I exactly. was like, "If there's a scratch in your blade, like is that fine?" because that's what this is this is a big giant mark on my blade that yeah maybe the normal person wouldn't tell but to me it's like it's blindingly glaring yeah right (laughs) (laughs) that's good stuff and you were like okay all right i get it yeah right yeah that makes sense yeah i hear you (laughs) man when i go back and watch that first video i'm still impressed at how good that video is (laughs) <laughs> like our first video of the knife making, then I was like, "Damn, that's a good ass start to this channel." You know, it's like we got the whole stuff outside. You know, like the whole intro was really good. I felt like I was pretty natural on camera. And I was like, "Man, that's we did pretty good." I think we, you know, we were onto something. I think right away. Uh, only, <laughs> only downhill cool. from there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, all right. <clears throat> well. Uh, I know you talked about your recommendations. So I'll say mine, and then you can kind of review yours again. Um, mm-hmm. So my recommendation this week is a knife maker. His name is Andy Gaynor, and uh, he is on Instagram. His Instagram uh, channel is at fire underscore knives. Mm-hmm. And uh, I found him. I don't know exactly how I found him, but I think it was just um, – you know, it was probably like I, I follow a tag that's Chef's Knives or or Bushcraft Knives or something, and I saw one of his um, his knives pop up, and I noticed that he's from Middle River, Maryland. Oh, so I was right like, on. "Holy crap! Like that's awesome!" So I just I just sent I put a a a, a um 
a comment on one of his po- posts, you know, and just saying like, oh, this looks great or whatever. And he commented right back, you know, fairly quickly after that. And was like, oh, I love your channel. Blah, 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 blah. And I was like, awesome. That's great. You know, like I appreciate your work. This is a great job. And, um, and it was just cool. I was like, yeah, I'm a fellow Marylander. I let him know I was up in, in the Hunt Valley area, you know, and he's like, oh, I love it up there. Yeah. So it's cool. He's like down in Middle River. So, uh, which is, uh, which is pretty close to us here in Baltimore, uh, Maryland. So, yeah, there's a couple, there's a couple channels that are, and, and Instagram people that are, are in merit. We have to have like a meetup. That'd be, that'd yeah, be cool. that would be cool. Yeah. It'd be like, yeah, just, just, that'd be kind of cool. Just post a thing and be like Maryland, you know, makers, like <laughs> knife yeah. makers, YouTube content creators. Like let's all meet up, you know, at like little Havana down in, uh, yeah. down in, um, you know, Locust point or whatever down mm-hmm. in federal Hill or something, or yeah. let's all meet up and, you know, I don't know, somewhere out in the county or something, who knows, but yeah. So fire underscore knives, his, uh, Really awesome, really awesome knives. He does really beautiful work. He um, he was an executive chef, and uh, he says uh, former executive chef and sushi ninja, uh, and born again <laughs> bladesmith after 15 years in the trenches. Uh, but he's he's just doing some really beautiful knives, and I was I was looking through his work, and he's got one posted from um, uh, what was this March 29th, and it's really similar to our uh, Gyoto. It's uh, it does. It's not a K tip, so it's got got a rounded tip, but a really nice taper oh, and beautiful is that the handle. Guy you, and... Is that the guy you were talking about? Um, I I know I just found him like two days ago. So oh, okay, well there was yeah. a guy you were talking about who did just do a, or maybe we were talking about like how how rough it is for someone doing a Gayoto knife. Right oh now. right, <laughs> and then all of a sudden you like post it. You're like, hey, no one's done this for a while, and then ten YouTubers do it. And you're like, come come on. <laughs> Or right, or exactly. they do it they do it right before you're about to put yours out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know that. Yeah, you know there's somebody who's gonna put out like a chef's knife video on Friday at like four o'clock, <laughs> and we're all putting out our videos at noon like, tomorrow. Yeah, yeah the whole, like, it's or, just ru- yeah. swapped swapped with 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 <laughs> the market K- is just K-tip, full yeah. of K tip Kyoto. Uh, I'm not doing another one of those for three years. Damn it. <laughs> That's so true. It's so funny. Yeah, when that happens, you put something out, and you're like, the day before, someone else puts something out, or like right around you, a couple of people put out the same type of thing. You're like, Damn. yeah, and and people are like, oh, why'd you have to copy? Like, blah blah blah. You know, <laughs> you could just do your own original thing. Like, it takes weeks to do these. Like, I don't know. What yeah, to tell exactly. You. Um, yeah. yeah, my uh, mine is uh, Linus Tech Tips. If you want to build a computer or do something, it's right. worth it. It's definitely very clickbaity. Some of the guys are annoying, but it's, I mean, it's a huge channel. They get at least a million views per video, and they make 17 videos a week. So they don't all get a million, but it's a huge, huge channel. Um, Real quick, Dust, I want to do a uh, Dear Dustin before we wrap up. Here we go. Dear Dustin. (laughs) Um, Let's see. Which one? Oh, why non, uh, dear Dustin, why non-magnetic, please? He's just asking, making a knife from a metal file, which we brought up earlier. The, right. uh, yeah, why non-magnetic? Why do you have to bring it to non-magnetic? Oh, okay. Gotcha. Um, why non-magnetic? Yeah, because, because the, the beauty of, uh, when you take a, high carbon steel knife and you heat it up to its critical temperature and its critical temperature is when it gets to the point where it has, it's no longer, 
um, all of the, the carbon and the iron molecules are floating around independently. So high carbon steel, the reason why it's hard is because the, ar the iron and the carbon molecules are locked together in a tight pattern, which tight, which like makes the steel really hard. When you get it up to its critical point, which is 1475 or whatever for some standard knife make, uh, or, you know, kind of basic, uh, high carbon steels, when you hit that temperature, it becomes, uh, like, a in a liquid state kind of inside and all the molecules mm -hmm. are moving around independently and you know it's in that state when it becomes non-magnetic so it like it hits that state it's non-magnetic you know it's in that state where it's kind of floating around and it goes from i can't remember the process but there's austenite and martensite these two different types of uh you know patterns of steel you know iron uh, carbon molecules and then when you quench that blade in non-magnetic then it locks all those those molecules in this kind of, you know, uh, irregular pattern. So that way they don't have a chance to move apart. So the iron and carbon uh, molecules don't move apart and get in a new pattern. When they lock together in a, in, you know, iron and carbon together, then it creates a really hard steel. And then, then you temper it. And by bringing it up to a certain point, it lets them move around a little bit and it softens it some. So that way it's not so brittle and it becomes more durable and strong and tough. Uh, but yeah, that's a it's a it's a great thing in nature that when you hit that critical temperature, <laughs> the blade becomes non-magnetic. So it's really easy for us to test because you yeah. heat it up in the forge and you put a magnetic magnet on it, and when it hits that and the magnet's not sticking, then you're ready to quench. So there well, thank go. you. That was from Ian Hobbs. Thanks, Ian. Oh, he also had another comment. Uh, why waste time with such a small ferro rod when a six-inch ferro rod is available? Now, I don't know if that's a, a dick joke or he's actually <laughs> has a six-inch ferro rod. But uh, why why take three-inch ferro rod when you could take six-inch? <laughs> hey, baby, <laughs> we love yeah. time. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know that he's Asian, Dustin. Come on here. Uh, you know, whatever. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> no, yeah. six-inch ferro rod. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't even how, know how long ours was. Maybe it was. It might have been four altogether with the handle, so three and a quarter or something. But you know, it it fit better on the side of the knife, a bit shorter like that. So some men just, are longer than others. <laughs> you must have been telling stories about me again. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, that's just the ones that I had available. I didn't. I just went out. I was like, I think I picked up those ferro rods at Dick's Sporting Goods or something and cut off the plastic handle. Put on little, but I kind of like that size. I think it's a good size. I don't think you need it any longer than that. I've seen some smaller ones and they're a little tight, but I think that's a good size. It does a good job, you know. It's it's the uh, it's not the size that matters. It's the way you use it. Hey, -o. it'll start hey -o. a fire. Exactly, <laughs> it'll start a fire. It'll get you warm. <laughs> I've never not been able to start a fire with that size. <laughs> what are we talking about again? <laughs> yeah, we've lost track here. Um, okay. Uh, Brian, Brian Gurner says, Dear Dustin, love your videos, but I'm sorry, dot, 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 which is, is always a great start to a, yeah. Uh, yeah. and it, it's always a, a prelude to an insult. Um, <laughs> a, okay. a cat could have gotten its tail stuck in the angle grinder, and the resulting sound would have sounded better than the song at 730-ish. Timestamp. <laughs> I saw that goat, and I like I. I, I you now, to, now you did do, the song. You, right? You did respond. You said, I did respond, uh, "LOL, yeah. they're not always for everyone." I did, yeah, because <laughs> I was like, you know, it's funny because we, 
I would say the majority of the comments we get on the music are like, oh, I love the music. It's awesome. Where do you guys find this music? Or people will be like, oh, is that this song at, at whatever this timestamp, you know? Right. And right. Um, so like very rarely, I would say one in a hundred comments that are talking about the music are like, I can't stand the music. Like, what right. are you why, doing? Why the guitar music all the time? <laughs> and some people, I don't know if people, again, maybe they don't realize or they do, but it's, it's us playing. Well, me and me and Matt just playing, and that one was me, Matt, and Matt. Right. Drunk. Yeah. We're, we're just we're just. It's just, just a couple just, guys jamming, yeah. Yeah. so it's fine. I understand. There's little things here and there that aren't perfect, but we just jam for seven minutes and then pick another chord progression. And what you have, to, what you maybe don't know is, I'll pick. A, I'm the rhythm guitar, so I'll pick. Hey, we're gonna do these chords, and then. Uh, my buddy, uh, Little Matt, he just, and we've had him on the podcast and he did live stuff. We got to have him back. That was a great yeah, podcast. It was awesome. Yeah. So if you want to hear a few him, people talk about that podcast. Yeah. yeah. If you want to hear him play, he's amazing. But I would go, hey, these chords here, I'm just going to play this. I, I came up with this little nice chord pattern. And then he just goes off for seven minutes. Yeah. Until, right. until I give him the eye, like, uh, wrap it up here. And we end. So, yeah, maybe, but it's not, we're not just getting the music from a free source music thing where everyone else right, gets their, exactly. their bullshit electronic music. Yeah. We're actually sitting down, going and recording jams and then putting them up. And I, I think they're pretty good. So yeah. watch your mouth. <laughs> a cat. What did it say? A cat with his tail in a grinder would sound better. A cat would have gotten its tail stuck in an angle grinder and the resulting <laughs> sound would have sounded better. Than the song at seven thirty. All right. Well, that guy, that guy was passionate. Oof, wow. he, he was like, "God, this thing's terrible." All right, sorry. <laughs> comment, man. That's great. <laughs> um, I think we got just one more. Uh, All right. Okay, here we go. H bomb Kapow says, <laughs> "Dear Dustin." 1863 was when that vice was finally patented as the solid box leg vice, but had been made with a key that was solid forged with the main thread slash housing as one piece. The fact that yours has a key that's welded on means that it's from the original design created about 1820. Yep, that's right. Yeah, it was... What the the research that we did, and he's he's referencing the post post vice that we mm-hmm. restored. Um, the research that I did was pointing at that same time, early eighteen twenties, because mm-hmm. yeah, I did see that that the like the patent on the solid box with the with the cast uh, threads on the inside was later was eighteen forties or eighteen fifties or whatever it was. So if it's if it's what we have, it had to be before that, and that's why we knew that it was probably around like a a good two hundred years old, right? Eighteen twenty. It's nineteen. It's twenty twenty now. So twenty twenty one. Yeah, twenty twenty one. Right. Two hundred and one so, years old. Yeah, right around that two hundred mark. But yeah, um, and, th- and that was the, that's what we that thought. Cool. But he just yeah. he just put it nice and clearly. And, and yeah, no, that was really good. I yeah, I saw that comment. I appreciated that one too. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Anytime someone can like back up kind of what our thoughts are, you know, cause I mean, I'm not a, I'm not a post vice expert. You know, I did some research on it. I reached out to a few different people and got yeah. some other people's advice and, and, you know, so I knew that what I was saying in the video was 
at least backed up by some research and some other, mm-hmm. you know, so mm-hmm. it wasn't just one source. It was like, I did one source and then I found another source. And so I had a couple different sources who are all, everyone was backing up my thoughts. So then, you know, in that situation, usually when I say something in a video, it'll be based off of multiple points of data. Right. Um, so I was but trying it, to get but a couple it, of different points, but yeah. It is that, that's why we, that's why you ask for, hey, does anyone know? Because we're not just asking to get more comments. We do yeah. want to know. And we yeah, know there's people out there who know more than, all the stuff we talk about, obviously, than, than you do or I do. So yeah, right. it's great to have those people go, oh, yeah, like just, yep, you're right, this, this, this and this, this and this, this like, yeah. cool. I'd love to know if anybody if anybody knows about the Fisher uh, stamp on it. Oh, yeah, that says, yeah, it has Fisher, and it's not, like, Fisher is a, is a, a, a fairly well-known Anvil brand, but it's F-I-S-H-E-R, and what it says on our, on the post device is F-I-S-C-H-E-R, so... Right. It's Fisher, but spelled differently. So when we saw Fisher, I was like, "Oh, it's Fisher. That's awesome! Like, great to know." And I was like, "Wait, that's not that's not how Fisher spells right. their, their right. name." So anybody knows that information, that, let us know. Cool. That is still a mystery. Yeah, it's a mystery. Yep. Cool. Nice. I like the Deer Dustin stuff. That's good. Thank you. <laughs> cool. All right. Well, I'm gonna wrap it up. It's been a it's been another good one, guys. Check out all of the videos on the uh, YouTube Maker Challenge. Gyoto knife challenge, whatever we want to call it. We had, we kind of talked, it was funny, like the group of us were talking like, what do you call it? Do we call it this? Do we call it this? Do we all have to call it the same thing? Like, or do we just call it what we think will work best? Or do we title them? Or do we do the same tags? You know? So like mm-hmm. we kind of went around and it kind of just ended up being like, I'll just kind of call it what we want. You know, Dennis Tyrell did the the promo video that was like, you know, YouTube, YouTube maker challenge 2021, blah, blah, blah. You know, we're all making the same knife. So right. I think a lot of people have different versions of that same thing, but um, go check out the videos. They're going to be super fun. I'm super excited to see it. And, you know, if you're down at blade show and you're listening to our podcast, I really appreciate it. You know, shout us out down there and check out the videos here, all <laughs> the different makers that are out there and I hope you're having fun. Tell your friends about us. And, uh, and we look forward to, uh, to seeing what everyone thinks, you know, hopefully we get a lot of action on this and a lot of people voting and, and uh, see whose knives everyone likes the most. I'm I'm super excited to see the videos because all we know now is just the pictures of the knives. You guys don't even have that luxury yet, or maybe you do because you're listening to this on Saturday. Yeah, but yeah, uh, right, right. Yeah, but um, you know, I've only seen the pictures, so I'm really excited to see how the different people have made their knives and how they present yeah. it and how they do it in a way that's like interesting and fun. So, and may- maybe maybe next out. week we can. I mean, we're definitely gonna be talking about what happened. Right. Maybe, yeah. maybe we can have someone on. Yeah. One, one of the knife makers or or the two guys who started it or the winner. Right. Yeah. Yeah, no, that'd be good. We'll we'll reach out to somebody, you know, we'll definitely I think I, I don't think it'll be super hard to get somebody on for next week from the challenge. So we'll do that. Right. Cool. Um yeah. So uh yeah, check that out. Um you can find our video obviously on our YouTube channel, the Art of Craftsmanship. Uh, and the other like sneak peeks and stuff, I'll be putting up more pictures of the knife on Instagram at the art of craftsmanship. Uh, and you can also follow Devin at the art of camera guy. Um, I'll try to do some live streams there. Live streams on Instagram are easy. Um, they're much easier than YouTube <laughs> just because the, the, like getting everything set up is easier and, and the, the quality is easier. And I feel like it's a little bit less formal. So I like to do it there. Um, I don't feel awkward if i just pop up and do a live stream for 10 minutes or something and then <laughs> you know stop it i feel like if it's on youtube it needs to be a little bit more prepared and ready to go so right. uh, but either way you know i like doing the live stream so you guys can follow us there 
Um, and then obviously if you want to support the podcast and, uh, our channel and what we do, you can go over to patreoncom slash the art of craftsmanship and, uh, give us some love there, man. We really appreciate it. And for all of our patrons, thank you all so, so much. Um, I meant to say this earlier, but, uh, Ben Butler from the housework or the work for podcast and Mike Hawkins, one of our patrons and one of our longtime subscribers and myself are coming up with a, uh, a new sign for the Smithy. So we're working on that, and uh, we've been kind of posting back and forth pictures and ideas of that, so look forward to that, too. Cool. All right, everybody. Thank you all so much for listening, and uh, and we'll talk to you next week with hopefully the uh, with somebody from the Maker, from the the, the YouTube Maker Challenge and, <laughs> uh, and the results from the YouTube Maker Challenge as well. Talk yeah. to you all next time. <laughs>